0: Hey there. Like this show and want to create one similar? Let me tell you about Anchor. First of all, it's free. Uh, One of the main things that I love about Anchor, but that's not all. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. How awesome is that? Now, you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world has never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's ancho r.fm to get started. Welcome to the Kidney Connection a weekly show about Dallas' wellness, kidney health, and how to make holistic choices that can lead us to the healthiest possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Ebony G., a registered nurse in Baltimore, Maryland. For more information and free resources to help you get started, please visit our website, www.lwapllc.com. I really hope you enjoy listening to this show, but just a reminder, this show is not a substitution for medical diagnosis and treatment. All right, welcome to the Kidney Connection, where we have yet another amazing guest that I cannot wait to dig in with. Um, Ms. Joseph, how are you? I am well. How are you today? I am good. I am talking to Candice Joseph today. And before we dig in, she is going to introduce herself and tell you who she is. Okay. So I guess I'll give that great 30-second pitch, right?
1: (laughs) Hi, my name is Candice Joseph. I am the chief executor of the Joseph Consulting Firm, where we created a powerhouse of 17 entrepreneurs. To take a company from launch and beyond, you know my team is a, a powerhouse and they never lose. I'm also the radio show host of the Business College Broker Hour with Candice Joseph, where I highlight the hidden jewels in entrepreneurship, nonprofit space, community activists, and advocates. I'm also part owner of HGS TV, where we believe in you know the live podcast thing. We want people to get their stories out, so we're always looking for great content. And in my spare time, I like to play chess and listen to opera.
0: How about you? Oh, chess and opera. So my son just um, got into chess trying to teach me, but I love to read and um, I like classical music though. I got into classical when I started meditating. That was like mm-hmm. one of the, one of the best ways that I could kind of like get into the flow of it, not, you know, they say not shut your brain down, but kind of like get into the flow of meditation with yep. classical music. So yes, definitely. And some of them sound opera like, um, <laughs> some of them it's this oh, is one, yeah. i them to hear this lady and she's like such a soprano that I can vividly see. So yeah, you said opera. I'm like, I think, I guess I do like opera. Cause I do listen to quite a few, um, classical numbers that are opera inspired <laughs> or infused for sure. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Oh, my goodness. So I can't wait. Look, your um, I felt like your, your 30 second um, pitch was like filled. So let's start with um, when you were talking about. So before we before we hit record, I had mentioned to you that when I was reading about what you did, it reminded me of like entrepreneurial wellness. And and once you said everything that you said in the beginning, it really, really reminded me of entrepreneurial wellness because so many of all of those things are all components of what us business owners and entrepreneurs need for our businesses to stay healthy. So let's start there. You coach entrepreneurs. What does that look like with you?
1: Ah, well, you know, I am a person, I truly believe that in order to have a great business, you have to be at peace all around you. So that means within your business as well. So uh, business coaching for me uh, looks like one-on-one coaching and we could talk about anything in regards to leadership, goal setting, you know, where do you see your company? I always tell people, let's start with the end goal of what you want your brand to be and then work our way back. And then figure out a plan that way. So coaching for me can be anything, it can be how to read financials, how to balance your books, it could be how to, you know, create, a, you know, a great brand, it could be one on one coaching on anything and related to entrepreneurship. So that's what coaching is for me.
0: I love it I love because it. it's not the same you know for everyone everyone doesn't focus on everything and then some coaches you know diversify and and have themselves stand out by focusing on other things which sounds like you do you it sounds like you're more of like a. Um, you incorporate holistic holistic concepts into your coaching which I, I love and I think it's very necessary.
1: Well yeah I mean I feel like this about it like you have to be at peace with everything that's going on in your business in order to tap into your creative self. So, mm-hmm. why not, you know, why not get the coaching that you need in leadership? Why not the get the coaching that you need in how to manage employees? Why not? So, I feel yes. like you, you know, take the time to learn the the certain skill set that you need in order to effectively run your business, then you're you will always be at peace. You know, when you walk through the door. You know, when I walk through the door of my firm, I smile. Because it was that that jewel, that that baby that came out of, uh, you know, it, it came through, you know, the purpose. Mm-hmm. So I was just one of those people that always started and stopped, you know, got over imposter syndrome, got over, you know, and I'm still working on it. I'm an introvert, but I'm very extroverted for money. And, <laughs> you know, so to speak. <laughs> and I feel like sometimes people, you know, they lose themselves in the space of, creating a company. So I always have to tell people, you know, you have to do that daily self-check on you in order to be able to tap in effectively. So, you know, and everything we do here is customized because no business owners alike, you know, we don't think alike, we don't process alike. So everything we do here is customized to the actual business owner in order to get them to their greatness. So that's what we do here.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. And one of the um concepts, Uh, that you had listed was to create the path that you want so uh, and number one was brand you daily so tell me a little bit more about that you know when we're talking about anything
1: in life it can be writing a book it can be motivational speaking it can be anything you want to create the path that you know you can follow first and foremost because you know being an entrepreneur first of all you know you are already taking a brave step you know, getting into entrepreneurship. But anything you do, you have to go into it with heart, soul, and mind. So I always tell people, create the path that you want and carve out your niche, your way, and nobody else can touch you because there is no competition out there but you. So when I tell people to brand themselves daily, when you have a business, it's more than just a logo. It's your thoughts, your sacrifices, your hard work, Um, you know, your financial investment is everything mixed into one. So if you want your business to grow, you have to push the brand. So you have to brand yourself daily. You know, that means be everywhere, be visible. You know, no visibility should be off limits. A lot of people stick to just social media, but I'm a person. I do radio. I do TV. I do social media. I write for newspapers. I write for magazines. So I believe in being visible And every day you should always try to focus on at least one micro goal that you have for yourself in the space of branding. So I just believe that that's the best way to get where you want to go dealing with entrepreneurship. You have to brand yourself. You have to remember that you are the brand. You're the company name. You're the company face. Especially when you first start out, you don't have a, a great big team. So you have to kind of tap in and know that every day you walk out the door, you are the brand. Everywhere you go, you are the brand. So if you do, you do that through outfits or anything like that, like for me, I do it with pearls and some cool glasses, right? So everywhere I go, people might not know my name, but they know the pearls. They know the glasses. So you have to figure out a way to brand you in order to stand out against the crowd. That's how you get to big business. So that's what I do.
0: Yeah, I love that. And, you know, I think that branding is a difficult concept um, sometimes. And for some, you know, some being me, to um, <laughs> to get in the beginning, especially when you are an introvert or you don't necessarily want to be the face or you don't want to put yourself out there. You know, so many entrepreneurs and business owners who would rather, I'd rather just get, you know, get the business and <laughs> let somebody else be the face and let somebody else run it, let somebody else do that stuff. But um, you know it, it is important, and I noticed for myself that as I come more from behind the microphone, you know, and, and more in front of the camera, that people are definitely more engaging because they're like, Oh, is you really a person? Like, you're not just, you know, it's <laughs> my writing, writing uh, captions and you know, posting pictures, you know, so mm-hmm. yeah, so I get in and, in and, and the 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 consensus, the daily is also probably just as important as understanding what it is. Definitely, because, you know, you have to think about it when you first
1: start a small business, if you don't have a team, you are the face. And I had to get out of that uh, shy, awkward space and, you know, put a stamp on what I wanted to do for business. Uh, you know, here. <coughs> excuse me. Allergies, this is Texas. What can I say? Uh, you know, <laughs> here, in, here in Houston. My team is unique. There's no team like it and I've rarely found a team like it in anywhere. And I wanted to say something about business and I wanted to make sure that we have that give back. So I had to become the face. I had to, you know, you're your first PR person. You know, if you really think about it, mm-hmm. you are yeah. your first marketer. You're your first client. So I had to make sure that I stepped forward in strength and knowledge and love and peace when I go out and do business. So that's really what I'm about. So I decided, you know, create the brand, be the house, you know, is, is more than just a name it's is everything that you put into it. And so I always tell people, you know, you're worthy of everything you prayed for and worked hard for. So go out and be that brand. Branding is hard, but it's easy if you think about who you are as a person. You have to tap into who you are and what you want the world to know about you and your brand. If you think Mm -hmm. about it in that terms, then it becomes a little bit easier. You know, we can talk about brand colors, SEO optimization, you know, all of that. We could talk about all of that. But at the end of the day, you have to tap into you in order to be the best entrepreneur because you're the first person people meet.
0: True. That's so true. So true. It took me a while (laughs) to. Literally, it took me a while to grasp that concept. But then after a while, I was like, Well, I don't know why this was so difficult because like I got the whole brand colors and make sure your fonts are coordinated and I got all of that. But it was like the whole you are the, you know, that that whole part. And you know, too, I don't know. I think I guess I did have some imposter syndrome, but I do know that other people are like me in that um sometimes you're hesitant to just be you, you know what I mean? And I and once I stopped become being like the nurse I felt like everybody wanted to see or you know other nurses that I saw not that I was copying them but you know once I just started being me like look this is me I am (laughs) you know I'm very nice I love the Lord I cuss a lot but you know I know what I'm talking about you know and once I own that you know then it's just like okay you know now you know it's just what it is and like they said your, your people will will find you. And those who are not, you know, you probably will, you know, de- detract them, but that's totally look. Look, the universe clears the path for distractions and yes. people who
1: are for you and the universe will mm. surround for people who are on your team, who believe in what you're doing and don't mind pushing your brand, your name out there. I mean, I think it was a year ago when I actually realized that I was a brand You know, and it was recently somebody called me a celebrity. I was laughing at that because I felt like, yeah, I created a global brand. Uh, You know, that was my whole goal from the start. I wanted to be a global name and a global brand. And now I get to sit back years later and look at it and say, okay, I did a pretty good work. But a lot of times people get into business for the wrong reasons. For me, it was different. I got into business because truthfully... It was my lifelong bucket list item, you know? And I, I, it took me 10 years to get out of my own way and to say, hey, you're brilliant, just do it. Do it on a bigger scale. Cause I went like 10 years without a website, without business cards, uh, without going to mixer events, without going around other business owners. It's kind of like, I kind of, I stayed in a shell basically. And then one day it was just like, okay, well, If I want more clients and I want to create more global impact in order to be a global citizen, I have to get out there. So I, you know, I tell people all the time, the perfection is in the progress. You don't have to be great walking out the door. You don't have to have everything right. I think my logo has changed a couple of times. My website changes every six months and I just go for it. You know, no holds barred. I just go for it. And whatever works, works. Whatever doesn't, I take it back to the team and regroup. <laughs> That's why Listen. You know, it, it, it took me years to trust people in order to have a team, trust them with my clients. Mm-hmm. And even to this day, my entire team, they do not know my entire client list. Uh, they just know the clients that they have because uh, some prefer you know, to remain anonymous because of who they are. And I created a, a house where all the entrepreneurs live, with everybody with their own niches, their own brands. And together with everything, created a one-stop shop. So you can create the brand that you want, you know, but you have to do it daily. You have to, you know, you have to live it, eat it. You have to breathe entrepreneurship. But you want to do it in a, a great mental space as well. So you have to make sure that you have that work and home life blend. Because it's not a balance, mm-hmm. it's a blend.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So mm-hmm. it's a you- harmony.
0: I talked about that yesterday. Yeah. There is balances. It's always going to be something that is a little heavier or it needs to be done a little bit more than something else. Yeah. Always, always,
1: um, always. But when you have good people behind you and support you and a great community that surrounds you with love, you can push any boundary. So every day I choose to push boundaries in my business and I created things that people probably wouldn't even know that it was me that created it you know so Mm -hmm. it's it's taken me a lot of good places and I've met a lot of cool people so I just got to keep going with
0: it why not yes look and you segue perfectly into number two which is be the expert (laughs) (laughs)
1: okay so I look at being the expert as this I'm not saying that you got to sit there and study every manual know everything from heart to heart in regards to your business but if you are a clothing designer you need to know about fabrics you need to know about textures you need to know about what colors are in trend you need to know that what's the you know is there a hot pattern out right now you know what's everybody wearing you know you have to be the expert so for me um in consulting i was uh i got i was in a car accident in 2016 right wheelchair bound for a year and so i wrote a list after three days of being mad and three days of giving away my clients to you know outsource to other great entrepreneurs, it was kind of like, okay, if this is the plan, I'm going to be in a wheelchair for a year. Let me figure this out. Because now I'm in a situation where I know I can't fly like I used to. I used to just pack five minutes, go to the airport, pick a plane ticket and swipe and go, right? For business mm-hmm. or you know pleasure or whatever. So it's like, okay, now I have to sit back and think about If I'm in a wheelchair for a year, what are all the things I know how to do? What are the things that I don't know how to do? So Mm -hmm. I did that. But in the space, it was kind of like, okay, I can't do all of these things by myself. I can't travel everywhere for every client. So I decided to create a team. But for me, I had to have a team of experts who knew their craft, who knew their field. If you're someone that's, uh, you know, you're coming on on my team and you're the person that helps people set their goals. I need to know if you've met your goals, and what you know. What what do you fill into your educational bank as you go? Because you know, being in consulting, you're a lifelong student, and really mm. anything in life you want to do, you're a lifelong student. So I believe in being the expert, because if everybody can do it, people wouldn't come to you. So in order to drive entrepreneurship, you have to be the expert in everything you do in order to show your greatness in order to build that brand and create the path that you want. So that's just me every day. I just, I study, I read like three books a week. People try to figure out when do I have time to do that? But for me, I had to, in I had to dig deep into what I love, which is, which is business. And I had to do it with an open mind, an open heart. And I had to be okay with knowing the fact that I didn't know everything, but I know somebody I can call on speed. I'll get the answer. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> So you you have to be the expert in everything you do. That's Look, how you shape. Listen,
0: listen. You with your segues, which 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 takes um, us to number three. Community community is uh, always first, but in your case, for me, um, what comes up for me is community is not only first in like potential clients, but community is also first in you know as far as your your entrepreneurial your business community.
1: Yeah, well, this was the thing. I knew years back in my twenties what it was like to, you know, try to get a business coach and couldn't afford it. I knew what it was like to shadow other entrepreneurs to figure out how to be a great entrepreneur. I did that work right. I volunteered in places, not even so much as to say, hey, I got volunteer hours, but it was more so to learn the skill set. So for me, I, you know, I'm a heart centered entrepreneur which means that I'm more so driven towards the impact that entrepreneurship can bring to any community, any city, any state, any country. So since I'm heart-centered, don't get me wrong, people always say, oh, okay, heart-centered people, they're not worried about profit. I, you know, I look at the profit, but I also look at the bigger picture, the bigger goal that goes behind that profit. Besides, you know, no client can walk through my firm's doors if they do not involve themselves in some way in community because the community is what pays you is the person that's going to come to your dry cleaners. It's the person that's going to come to your restaurant. They're going to buy your clothes. They're going to, you know, they're going to, you know, get your services. So for me, if the community, you know, that pays me, they're always number one. I always give back, you know, and everybody on the firm individually does. And then collectively we have certain charities and organizations in Houston and a few other cities that we will always champion behind, always push their goals. If they need someone to help them write a grant, we're writing a grant, like we're helping them develop their board. So we do those things in the space of letting them know that we're there for them because of what they do for community. So I always tell people, when you first think about going into business, that's one of the first questions I ask right? During a consultation, why are you going into business? If someone is telling me, oh, well, my friend did this and I did it too. I'm the wrong coach for you. Oh, well, you know, I saw this product out. Now I want to sell it because it's hot and everybody's making money. I'm the wrong, I'm the wrong coach for you. This is the wrong firm for you, you know, because we, we want to encourage people to get into entrepreneurship, but we want them to have impact. You know, you can sell clothes and have impact. You can sell food and have impact. So you have to figure out a way how to create the impact. And for me, if you don't know how your business is going to uplift the community in which you live, then why are you getting into business? So mm-hmm. for me, that's 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 number one. And, you know, we, you have to have a community service project within your business plan in order to, to, you know, be a part, you know, be a client of this firm. You have to. You know, community is everything. And we have to mm-hmm. look back and say, okay, it really starts with one person. So why can't I be that one person that creates the global impact that I want to see? Because I think globally. I don't just think locally. I think global, mm-hmm. global. And I always tell people, think global, just start local. And, uh, yeah. you know, to build up my business last year in 2020, you know, with the firm, we gave away everything for free. It didn't matter what a mm-hmm. client, they needed a website, an app, a business plan, road, a financial plan. It didn't matter if they needed a marketing strategy, social media management. It didn't matter. I gave it away all away in 2020, and I bankrolled each project because I wanted the community to know, even when going through tough times, there are people here that will back you, that have, have mm-hmm. your back. So that was my give back, and we assisted um about 300
0: entrepreneurs wow that's amazing yeah so that is amazing I always say um one of one of the things I say of why I got into business originally is that healthy healthier people create healthier communities um coming from a background of taking care of dialysis know patients, I saw them, I saw their families. I saw how five years later I'm taking care of other people in their families because, you know, those generational habits and things, you know, just just kept passing down. And I'm I was like, man, if if we were talking to this family member when they came to drop off the, the family member, you know, we were talking to this niece that was dropping off this grandmother about you know, healthier food things, about kidney disease, about, you know, those types of things for for her, then would she be here now, you know? And so that really got me thinking that that's why I wanted to start my business, like you said, because I was like, I just want to educate and, and bring awareness to other people so that that trickles down, you know, into their, you know, generational line and creates, you know, healthier generations. So yeah, I totally get that.
1: And this is the thing too, right? So like in business, a lot of people will come through my doors and say, I want to create generational wealth. I want to let go of the generational curse, but I have to remind people that we have to remember about the technology, the opportunities, the education, and the self-love that the past generation might've had, you know? So how can we sit here and say that it's really a curse if only thing they did was use the resources and the self-love that they have Mm -hmm. every generation Mm -hmm. gets something new some kind of advancement so we have to look towards advancing the generations not really so much as um you know getting rid of the generational curses or Mm -hmm. creating generational wealth because technically with each generation you're going to have a different definition of wealth
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and a lot of times you know they don't realize that part but for me the way that I was able to create the path that I want honestly was I had to learn how to forgive myself for all of my successes and my failures Mm -hmm. because a lot of times people don't realize that you can succeed at something and then always think about the next best thing the next greatest Mm -hmm. thing how do I top the last thing it's like no Mm -hmm. forgive yourself in those moments you're human just do the best Mm -hmm. work And I tell people Mm -hmm. you have to forgive yourself because we can sit back and look at the pain, we can look at the injustices, we can look at uh, being marginalized, we can look at all of those things. But how long are we going to wear that victim coat? You know, Mm -hmm. we have to release that in order to get through the breakthrough, in order to get through to get the success that you want, to create the path that you want for your life. A lot of times people forget that part in the process. So for us here at our firm, you know, we we always make sure that all of our entrepreneurs and clients that we have, we give them those self checks. You know, mm-hmm. we give them that question of the day, or we might give them that joke of the day because you never know. You always want people to know that you're there for them, that you care for them, and you know, our firm even after our services end with a client, we check on that client every month. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter if they're paying client or not. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they you know, uh, got a service for free or they pay for a service. It doesn't matter. You're always our client. It doesn't matter. So we mm-hmm. just have to,
0: have to create the path you want and do it with fun and do yes. it with love and do it with peace. Because yes. uh, and, and part of that self-forgiveness piece is then being brave enough to trust yourself again to still make the right decision. Cause I feel like that hangs up a lot of people where not only did I mess up, but now I do not trust myself with big decisions. So I love that. I love that, that, you know, that that self-forgiveness piece is huge.
1: Cause it rolls into everything that you do, right? So it's like, if you don't forgive yourself for the successes and your failures, how can you have that self-love factor for yourself in order to show love in the community and to give a great product or service. Then it Mm -hmm. rolls even further because, you know, how can you trust people to be a part of your team and do great work within your team if you don't have that forgiveness factor for yourself? So you have to learn how to forgive in order to learn how to love in order to learn how to trust. So Mm -hmm. for me, I had to go through those stages to get where I am, to have 17 Entrepreneurs that trust the fact that I'm going to lead them to great projects and lead them to things that can create global impact. So, you know, I've had a team now for two years and we've won lots of awards individually and collectively. And, you know, like I said, when you create a global brand and people are reaching out from you from Canada, from Paris to London, Australia, Japan, Brazil, Jamaica, When people are reaching out to you from different places in the world because they heard about you and what your firm does, that's the best feeling ever. But it all decided, you know, I I decided it years ago. And when I was in that wheelchair for a year, I really decided to, why not step out there? Yeah, you're an introvert. Okay, get over that. (laughs) I standing in an elevator, pressing all of the buttons and speaking to everybody that hop on the elevator like figure out a way to get yourself out there to be the brand, you know, you gotta be the brand. And then I had to figure out what courses I needed. Who did I need to surround myself around? How do I get more knowledge? How do I become that seeker in order to be able to become the expert? Then from there, it's like, okay, so now that I got this skill set, I figured out that who I am as a person, I love myself, I can push myself further. Um, Now what? So the now one was, let's serve the community. Let's do it the right way and do it with love. And then that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize the magic that comes from that when you're fearless in business and you're fearless in your life. You know, I don't, every interview I do, I do not give all of the personal pieces away of my personal life, right? Because, you know, some things you want to keep to yourself. But mm-hmm. being that spokesperson for your business and being the business owner, like, you have to be able to tap into yourself every day to pull it out because that's how you that's how you get to greatness that's it mm-hmm. who knew that my little one by one solopreneur firm would build into me being a powerhouse for, with 17 entrepreneurs with everything that they do then it rolled into radio then it rolled into magazine and newspaper space then it rolled into mm-hmm. documentaries and I'm getting asked to do movie roles. Then it rolls into me being a television producer, um, you know, script writer, songwriter, you know, and now I'm part of a station. So it's like once you get that fear out of your mind and create that love factor and know that you're worthy of everything, you can create anything you want. Mm -hmm.
0: I hope y'all catching all of this entrepreneurial goodness here. Cause it is a and I I just like I said I love it because it's it's business talk, but it's so holistic, which it it is. It just is what it is. And it is um holistic. And I love your uh, your benevolent, benevolent spirit. Like I just feel like you're just such a, you know, such a a giving um person. And um I know that um I and I I well, I knew that when I saw your free offer, but in speaking to you, I definitely, you know, definitely confirmed it. But I saw that your free offer is a free radio interview for all entrepreneurs whose businesses, whose businesses are less than six months old. Like what? Yep. I mean, okay. So what my firm did was, first of all, I got the
1: radio show off the strength of one interview. And then from there, it's like, okay, what am I supposed to talk about, you know, on the radio every week for two hours? Like, okay, because, you know, I'm a nerd at heart, so things excite me that don't don't excite other people. So it was like, no, let me create a platform where new entrepreneurs can get out there. And to me, I even have seasoned people on my show as well. that has been in the game a long time, but we, if you, if they come in studio, we package it, we videotape it, we give it to them as a interview. We give them all the links they can put on their website, their social media. We give them a copy. That's that first piece of, you know, marketing, you know, Mm -hmm. Their name out there, and why not? Why not create a space? Because you're given a gift of the show, of the radio show, of these different platforms, so people can tell their story, tell their journey. So why not give it away and let people know that they're great? And there's greatness out here. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times people, like you said, people don't know how to come out and be that brand. They don't know how to market. So to me, I feel like everybody that comes through our doors. They're taking Mm -hmm. us along for their journey. So why not expand that into the radio segment? Why not expand it into everything else? Because people always see the highlight reel, but they never see the inspiration, the hard work, the dedication that goes behind. So for Mm -hmm. me, that's what it was about. We Mm. have to give people spaces in order to show our, you know, first of all, our gratitude for them even considering us you know, uh, as the person they're going to get their services products for. So let's tell mm-hmm. those, let's tell why people got into entrepreneurship. Let's tell them.
0: Why not? So that's I what love I
1: love it. I love
0: it. Love it. Love that's it, what love I do. It. And there are uh, so many ways to get in contact with you, which all of the links will be on the uh, website show notes page for this episode. But your website is josephconsultingfirm.com. And it looks like on Instagram, you are Candace the King. Miss yep. <laughs> um, CCJ rules on Twitter. Yep. Candace Joseph on LinkedIn. And you have a YouTube page.
1: Yes, I do. Awesome. And uh, it's the uh, Business Knowledge Broker Hour. You know, a lot of people always <laughs> try to monetize YouTube. For me, it's just a library space where if someone loses the recording, uh, the email of their uh, recording, they can always go back and, and look at that and reference it. And, uh, you know, you just create great things. And mm. it led to a lot of things. It's kind of crazy sometimes you tell people to Google you and they really can. And they see, the pictures, <laughs> you know, they see the pictures in Times Square and they see the newspaper write-ups to you and Fox News and different magazines. It's It's very humbling, but it just goes to show that you can build anything you want if you put your mind to it and put the love behind it and love yourself in the process. And, you know, I tell people all the time, healing is a continuum. It doesn't mm-hmm. stop. Mm-hmm. Healing is a continuum. So that's why I always tell people that perfection is in a progress because every day that I, I choose to be in a healing space, I know my business will progress to the greatness that it is and stretch beyond. And yep. I always tell people I want it to be a global brand. I created the space to be a global brand and nobody could take that from me no matter what happens in this life. And at least I know I did it with love, knowledge
0: and all the space of being peace. Right. Oh, so good. So good. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. It was, uh, like I said, I I, I knew it would be a pleasure to uh, meet you and speak with you. And it did turn out to be so. So I just thank you so much for giving us some of your time today.
1: Well, thank you. And just know that that interview invitation is also for you as
0: well. Oh, oh thank you. Look, I'll take you up on it. I could talk all day. So <laughs>
1: Look, I do two hours every Sunday and all I say is round of
0: applause.
1: Let's go. So. <laughs> That's it. Oh
0: gosh. Oh, so I love it. That's
1: it. That's
0: me. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you again. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Please be sure to share this broadcast with family, friends, or anyone that you think could benefit from it. Also, share your takeaways from this show on your IG stories. Don't forget, use the hashtag LWAP. Check out the show notes for the resources and references talked about in this episode at www dot dot com slash blog thanks again talk to you next time